0: Genesis chapter 24 and I'm going to read from verse one onwards. Genesis chapter 24 from verse one onwards. It's amazing how many times God has been speaking to us from the life of Abraham and Isaac and his family. Let's read from verse 1. Genesis 24 from verse 1 onwards. Now Abraham was old, well advanced in age, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. So Abraham said to the oldest servant of his house, who ruled over all that he had, Please put your hand under my thigh and I will make you swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of the earth, that you will not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I dwell, but you shall go to my country and to my family and take a wife for my son, Isaac. The servant said to him, perhaps the woman will not be willing to follow me to this land. Must I take your son back to the land from which you came? But Abraham said to him, beware that you do not take my son back there. The Lord God of heaven, who took me from my father's house and from the land of my family and who spoke to me and swore to me, saying to your descendants, I I give this land. He will send his angels before you and you shall take a wife for my son there. Very important. Um, Let me stop here for a second. And I'm going to take you to verse 5. Now, Abraham, the man of God, he was a prophet. He's calling his servant, Eliezer, who's very close to him, who's older than the rest of them. That means he stayed with them for a long time. A reliable Servant who took care of everything that belonged to Abraham, who was supervising everything. He called that servant and he tells tell and he tells him this. He's calling him and he's telling him this. He says, Elizer, this is what you need to do in order to find a bride for my son Isaac. And when Abraham gave the instructions to Eliezer. Eliezer is bringing a question to Abraham. Verse 5 is a question that comes contrary to what God is speaking through the servant of God. The servant of God, Abraham, is telling Eliezer, Look, this is what you should do. While he's saying this, The servant says, what if the woman says no? What if the woman says, I can't come that far? What if, what if, what if? When God says go north, when someone comes and says, what if there is a dead end? In that direction. Can we take south? Guess who is speaking at that time? Not God. It's the enemy that's influencing. Whose mind? Eliezer's mind. Why? Because he's hoping. To somehow. Through Eliezer. Influence Abraham's mind. God is speaking to our hearts. About something very significant at this hour. No one can touch your mind. Satan cannot touch your mind. God cannot touch your mind. Unless you give room for God to work in you or you give room for the devil to work in you. The enemy will try to influence you. God will try to speak to you through your circumstances, through people. He will also bring thoughts of faith to you. But if you don't go with it and you choose to go with what the enemy brings, at that point, you'll be led by the enemy, not by God. Very important topic today the Holy Spirit is bringing to us at this hour. As you know, I don't give pre-written, premeditated sermons. Whatever the Spirit of the Lord gives me at the moment, I share with you. It's fresh from heaven. So really pay good attention to it and take everything that God is giving to you at this hour. Abraham is directed by God to direct Eliezer to do something. Uh, What's Eliezer doing? Well, what if this doesn't happen? Well, the man of God is saying, go do this. You just have to go do this. But unbelief comes in. Unbelief came into Eliezer's mind. I don't think she's going to come. What is he saying here? Abraham was not an ordinary man. He was a man of God, was a man of faith. When God says something, he knew this is God who's saying it, and he believed the word of God. Are you like Abraham? Can you take a stand for whatever God is showing you and not give in to whatever the enemy wants you to give into? The enemy wants to steal, kill, and destroy. Surrendering to the enemy will make us his casualties. We saw this the other day. We need to be people who fight. The servant, Eliezer, was not someone who was walking with God like Abraham. Like Abraham. So he did not know God's plan for Isaac. He didn't hear from the Lord as how Abraham heard from God. But God is speaking to Eliezer through Abraham. So at this point, Abraham should have just said, Eliezer should have just said to Abraham, okay, okay, I'll bring the woman with me. But because Eliezer didn't have that relationship with God like how Abraham had, immediately he is vocalizing, verbalizing the thought that came from the enemy to Abraham. See, these thoughts can come to anyone. It doesn't mean that you're not walking with God, no. When you allow the thought to dominate you and you verbalize it, at that point, you become a tool of Satan to go against the plan of God like how Peter did. God is appreciating God, the Lord Jesus Christ is appreciating Peter. Peter, upon this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it, and flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. And he's saying, good, God has given you this revelation, Peter. I'm so happy that you're able to receive this revelation from God. Suddenly, pride went all the way to Peter's head. All of a sudden, he thought, Jesus doesn't know anything. Jesus is talking about suffering, He doesn't know what he's talking about. I need to go and rebuke Jesus. There are people like that today. All of a sudden, they think they know more than the prophets. They know more than the pastors. They know more than apostles. They know more than evangelists. They know more than the fivefold ministry that has been given over to the church of Jesus Christ. And God is leading in one direction. They're going the opposite direction saying that, well, this is how God is leading me. Wow, which voice is that? Definitely a wolf in sheep's clothing that's leading you not the shepherd. Definitely a hireling that's leading you, not the shepherd. We need to discern the voice of God Almighty. So this man, Eliezer, he hears something which was contrary to what Abraham said. And he says, perhaps the woman will not be willing to follow me to this land. Already, first negative sentence. When Abraham says, such a thing over here. He's talking about what God said to him. And he's telling, this is what he said. So, do this. After he clearly says all these things, he's saying, well, I don't think there's going to be possible, Master. I don't think this is going to be possible. I'll try, but I don't think it's going to be possible. So, can I take your son back to the land from which you came? Can I take Isaac back there? That means Isaac is going to live there. Abraham, God called him out of that place and brought him out. And what direction is the enemy taking Eliezer toward? The very place that God told him to leave and come. That's Satan. The spirit of God will lead his people in a particular direction. It's important for us to hear that and follow. Not come with smart suggestions full of unbelief and contrary to what God is revealing. We have to be very careful with that. Perhaps the woman will not be willing to follow me to this land. Must I take your son back to the land from which you came? Satan was thinking, let me just plunk this seed of unbelief into Abraham through Eliezer. Abraham was a man of faith, a friend of God. If God tells him something, that's it for Abraham. That's it. That's it. No ifs and no buts. That's it. And this guy is talking to that man of God, the friend of God, saying that, I don't think it's going to work. Abraham. I don't think it's going to work. Your desire, I don't think it's going to work. So, I'm giving you plan B because I don't think plan A is going to work. Just like how the enemy used a laser to see if he can cast seeds of doubt In Abraham's heart. Towards the very command that God had given to Abraham. Satan is very busy these days. Satan is very busy trying to see. How he can rob the promise of God. The fulfillment of the promise of God that God has. For you. What was Satan trying to do? He was thinking. Well if I can just get Isaac from here. And put him back to where Abraham was. Guess what? The promise that God gives is not going to come to pass because you're outside the contract. Every promise, every prophecy will only be fulfilled in the lives of those who are within that contract. That means there are conditions that the Lord will show for you to keep in order to get your prophecies or promises come to pass. You must remember that and not forget that. So this unbelief... Is trying to creep in, trying hard, trying to, didn't succeed. To creep into Abraham. But you see the man of God, his determination. Abraham said to him, beware that you do not take my son back there. Make sure. This is not what I want. You better not take my son back there. Do not take him there. Why? Again, the Lord God of heaven who took me from my father's house and from the land of my family and who spoke to me and swore to me saying, to your descendants, I will give this land. Did you say? Hey, there's a promise that God has given to me. That's why I left that land. There's a promise that God has given to me and to my descendants. That's why I have left that land. Don't you take my son back there. He is an inheritor of the promise that God has given to me. Don't you take him out of that promise. God is speaking to your hearts at this hour. No matter who tries to influence you, no matter what tries to influence you, be like Abraham. Don't you let the enemy work through your circumstances or work through people to bring seeds of doubt into your soul. It will yield fruit. Of bitterness and fruit of failure and loss. If you give room to seeds of unbelief. Abraham did not give room for that. He did not give room for that spirit of unbelief. That was trying to somehow forcefully come to Abraham through Eliza, Because Abraham can travel now. From here. So he's sending a sermon. Because Abraham is not going to go back to where he came from. He's sending a sermon. Just make sure you bring... A girl who's committed just like me. Just like my wife, Sarah. Who leave that place and come join us. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. You need to be determined about what you believe. You need to be determined to be strong in your belief. Abraham was not moved. But whatever doubt that came through Eliezer, Abraham, did not move an inch. Instead, what did he do? He spoke the covenant that he had with God, and he spoke spoke about the promise that God had given to him. He spoke the word of God, basically. He told the enemy that was speaking through Eliezer, hey, don't you take my... Son there, God has promised me and my children this place. And this is where we're going to be. He brought us from there. We're not going there. He told me, get out. That means leave. That means I'm not going to return. Very clear. So he spoke to Eliezer. He spoke to Eliezer. I want to stop here for tonight and meditate a few minutes on what the spiritual battle means, really means. Anytime God is about to do something in your life, something new, something grand, something glorious, Satan, Lucifer, the white serpent will come. And you come and you come in a nice spiritual form. And you come and you'll say, well, I don't think this is God's will for you to be with Abraham. I don't think it's God's will for you to bring somebody here because it's too far and she's to leave her parents and come and you see all the situation and it's not going to work out who's going to leave and come. I know God said this, but maybe God can bless Isaac there. Satan can bring all these things. But Abraham knew the instruction that God gave me first is what I hold on to. Because God didn't come and give me another instruction after that. Whatever God has told you to do, do it with all your heart. Whatever commands God has given you to do, do it with all your heart. Don't you try to play God in your life. If God has told you to do something, if you don't do it, you will take yourself outside the promise of God. Remember, there's a prophecy that God is speaking in this hour. If God has told you to do specific things, make sure you do it. Make sure you do it. Don't give room for that white serpents' talk. When you give room for the white serpents' talk, you will take yourself out of the promise of God. You will take yourself out of the prophecy that God has spoken to you. Nothing will happen for those who take themselves outside the promise of God. Nothing means... The fulfillment of the prophecies will not take place in the lives of those who take themselves outside the prophecies, outside the promise of God. Near yeah, there are a lot of people who say, well, this was prophesied of my son 10 years ago. Well, it was prophesied of my daughter 15 years ago. Well, he said, who said? Who said? Doesn't matter. Are you within the covenant relationship? Is your child within the covenant relationship? Only then it will be fulfilled. If not, we will die saying that somebody said this long time ago. Nothing's going to happen. Nothing is going to happen. Nothing is going to happen. You want to be an inheritor of the promise of God? Stay within the boundary that God has placed for you. If you want to be an inheritor of God, what God has spoken to you, obey God. Humble yourself and obey God. Abraham told Eliezer to do something. The enemy worked through Eliezer to see if he can bring a counteroffer to Abraham. Abraham said, oh, no, Eliezer, not my son. He will not go back. Being in the will of God is the most important thing. Staying in the will of God is the most important thing. If God has told you to do specific things, just do it. Rebelling and not doing it will take you out of the promise of God. Giving room to unbelief and playing smart will take you out of the promises of God. What will happen after that? The big promise that God gave to Abraham will stop with Abraham. It will not go to Isaac. Why? Because, oh, I gave room to unbelief and I listened to Eliezer. And so I sent Isaac back to where I came from. That was not Abraham's story. And that was not Isaac's story. Abraham was a man of character. The Holy Spirit is speaking at this hour. I pray God will give every single person eyes to see and ears to hear what God is speaking at this hour and have the reverence and the trembling in the heart as the word of God comes to you. To know that God Almighty is speaking and I better listen to what the Spirit of God is saying at this hour. Don't take yourself outside the will of God. Don't take yourself outside the promises of God by disobeying what God has told you to do. Every time you disobey what God tells you to do, you tell God, well, I know better than you, Lord. I'm so smart. That's what Lucifer did. Don't walk in the footsteps of Lucifer. If God tells you to do something, simply do it. Humble yourself and do it. Jesus obeyed until the very end. He humbled himself until the very end. That's how every promise about him was fulfilled. If you want your prophecies and your promises to be fulfilled by God, then make sure you stay within the will of God. Stay within the promises of God. If God has brought you out of the land of the Chaldeans and brought you to Canaan, make sure you don't go back to the land of the Chaldeans. There are two people in the Bible. God came to Abraham. As the first person, Abraham was someone who heard the voice of God, and God told Abraham, "Abraham, this is what I'm going to do for you and for your generation." Along with Abraham, who came, Sarah came, his wife. Who else came? Lot came, his relative. Lot was coming with Abraham. And Lot was blessed by God because he was with Abraham. He left the land of the Chaldeans and he came with Abraham. Abraham was pitching his tent in different places. And he was traveling because he was looking for a city that was not built by hands, whose maker is God. This is who Abraham was. His eyes were not on the temporary things. That means he was not a me-centered person. He was a God-centered person. Yes, he received the promise of God, but his whole eyes were on God Almighty. If God says, keep walking, keep walking, keep walking, Abraham, Abraham will not say, well, I feel tired, Lord. I'm not going to walk anymore. While you can keep your promise, Lord, I'll just stay here. No. Lot looked at the temporary pleasures Lot looked at the temporary places. And you know what he said? Oh, well, it's too hard to go with Abraham. It's too much. Well, God is with me too. Many people say that. And they separate themselves from the source of blessing. That's what Lot did. He separated himself from the source of blessing where he was blessed. He started with Abraham. But then he said, well, I'll just stay here. And he looked at the places and he saw, this looks good. Well, Abraham doesn't know. Abraham is just traveling and traveling and traveling and traveling. Abraham doesn't know. Well, I know Sodom looks really good. And it looks really appealing to me. Oh, look at the people in Sodom. Very friendly, aren't they? Look at Abraham being a wanderer. Pitching his tent here, pitching his tent there, and Abraham was very rich by the way. God had blessed him. With all that he had, he had to move from one place to the other, move from one place to the other, move from one place to the other. Well, I want to settle here. I want to stay here. This looks really good. Well, you go, Abraham. You go. You go to Canaan. I came with you this far. But I'll stay here. God is with me too. Well, did God tell you Lot to go to Sodom? Did God tell you? Did God tell you to separate from Abraham? You left and you came with Abraham and you were blessed because of that. Did God tell you? So who told you then? Who showed you Sodom? Who took your eyes away from the friend of God that God had for you to lead you into Canaan? You took your eyes off of God Almighty and you wanted to settle for what your eyes went for. I think this place looks good. I can go there. Bye, Abraham. I'm going here. Well, you know the rest of Lot's story. If you don't know, go to the book of Genesis and read it. Tragedy. Naomi left Israel and she went to Moab. She went full and she became empty in Moab. That's what will happen to all those who leave the will of God and leave the place of God. Lot was doing good. He had his whole family, as long as he was with Abraham. What happened after that? He said, well, I like Sodom. I can be a man of God here in Sodom. I can stay here. I can influence the people here in Sodom. Will did God tell you to go to Sodom? No. Well, this place is really good, Lord. Who is he telling? God. This place is really good. I will stay here. You know what God did? Stay. Stay. God will never force you to doing something that he wants you to do. He will never. Never. He'll call you. If you say, no, this is what I want to do, then he'll say, go ahead. And he will go with the man who continued to go with him. God will go with the man all with the woman will continue to go with him, but to the one who says, "Well, I just want to clear the house and I want to settle here. I don't want to be, you know, going through that discomfort. I'm not going with Abraham." Well, I thought that after some time Abraham will settle down, but he's just wandering and wandering and wandering. And so, you know, what? I don't want to inconvenience myself. I don't want to inconvenience my wife. I don't want to inconvenience my kids, and I don't want to inconvenience myself. I'm righteous. You're all righteous. We'll all settle here. That's not going to affect us. We know God. He got enough from Abraham to live a righteous life. But that didn't really save him. You see what happened to his family. You see what happened to his wife. You see what happened to his daughters. Tragedy. When you go outside the will of God, you will have tragedy. When you go outside the place, the designated place that God has, you will have tragedy. There's a prophecy from God. Anytime you move away from where God has you, there'll be a tragedy. If you want to inherit the blessing that God has for you, if you want to inherit the promises that God has for you, learn to be obedient to the voice of the Holy Spirit and every counsel that God has given to you. Make sure you do it with everything that is within you. Only those people will inherit The promises of God. Only for those people, whatever God has spoken shall come to pass. What is it that is influencing you today? What is it that is trying to take your eyes off of what God has spoken and try to bring you things, saying that this is not possible. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Where is that voice coming coming from? What voices are you listening to? Which says, oh, this is not for you. That's not for you. This is not going to happen. That's not going to happen. So let's get out of here. That's what Eliezer said. Take Isaac from here. Because it's not gonna happen. No good thing is gonna to come to Isaac. Let Isaac go back to where he came from. Satan speaking from the pit of hell through Eliezer. Do you know how God worked through Eliezer after Eliezer yielded himself to the will of God? It's important. Your will needs to be yielded to the will of God. But for tonight, the focus is, what are you letting to influence your life? Is it the Holy Spirit or is it the negative spirit, demonic spirit that tries to come and say, this is no good, that's no good, that's not going to happen. And all that time, full of complaints, a life full of murmuring and no gratitude whatsoever. No matter how much God does, there's no satisfaction. Always look at something that's not there when you have so many things God has already done. God is speaking to our hearts today. Godliness with contentment is great gains, is God's word. For we brought nothing into this world and we're not going to take anything with us. Therefore, let us be content with what God has given to us. Have godliness and the godliness will produce contentment. Genuine godliness will produce contentment. As Apostle Paul says, I learned to have and I learned to lack. I learned to live in my lack and I learned to live in my fullness. I learned to be content in my lack and I learned to be content in my fullness. That's how Abraham was. His faithfulness to God. Abraham was a man of faith. He said, look, God will send his angel before you. You will bring somebody with you that God has for my son. You will bring that person that imparted faith into Eliezer. Are you being someone who broke the lies of the enemy by speaking words of faith, by speaking what God wants you to speak, whether it's your own mind or to anybody in your household or anybody at your workplace? Or are you entertaining the lies of the enemy? The enemy says, oh, no. You're not going to get a bride for Isaac. Isaac has to go there. And you say, yes, no bride for Isaac will come to Canaan. No bride for Isaac will come from the land of the Chaldeans to Canaan. No bride for Isaac will come from Abraham's people for Isaac. No, 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 no. no. It's not going to happen. And, you know, Satan also will sit over there and say, no, 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 no. All No chanting. next thing is what? Let's do what the devil wants us to do. Because we all say no already. What's, next? What's the next alternative? Based off unbelief, you make your choice. Which is take Isaac to the land of the Chaldeans. Abraham was a man of God. but inner strength, he did not bow down to the voice of Lucifer that came through Eliezer. Instead, he spoke the word of God upon Eliezer and drove out that doubt and he imparted faith into his heart as a result of that Eliezer's faith was built up and the doubt was cast. And what did he do? He walked with that faith knowing that the angel of God has gone before and he spoke to the God of Abraham based on what Abraham spoke over Eliezer. You should be somebody who will speak words of faith over yourself, over your family, over those around you. Not be influenced by unbelief. When something goes wrong. When the enemy says, oh no, look, everything goes wrong again. You shouldn't be, somebody says, oh, that's it. That's it. That's it what? If God is there, there's no that's it. It always continues. Continues and continues and continues. With more stories of victories. There's no that's it for God's people. When you give yourself over to unbelief, when you give yourself over to the words of Lucifer, the result will be the action that Satan is looking for that will come from unbelief. You know, faith will beget something. There's a byproduct from faith, which is miracle. Similarly, there's a byproduct for unbelief. You know what it's called? Failure. Forfeiting the promises of God. Forfeiting the blessings of God. Taking one out of the promise, the will of God. God is speaking to our hearts this hour. Abraham's faith in God was manifested when he spoke his words of faith over Eliezer. Over the words of Eliezer. Which devoured those words of unbelief and imported faith into Eliezer's spirit. As a result of that, Eliezer went to Abraham's relatives place with faith, knowing that God will answer. God will answer that I'm going to come home with the bride my master's son, God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Whatever situation you may be facing, whatever opposition it may be, whatever emptiness you may see, whatever thought that the enemy may bring to your mind saying that this is not going to happen, that is not going to happen, Are you going to be like Eliezer who will take the words of Lucifer and speak it out? Or are you going to be like Abraham who will take the words of God and devour the words of the enemy? Thereby you strengthen yourself to doing the will of God. and You strengthen others by taking away those words of unbelief through your words of faith and bringing them into the will of God. You don't forfeit what God has given to you. Don't let your loved ones forfeit what God has given to them. In order for that to happen, you need to be like Abraham. Be faithful to God, willing to travel wherever God calls you to, which means by faith, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. Wherever, wherever, wherever. Man of God, a man of true faith. He knew God had someone for Isaac. And she'll be brought from the land of the Chaldeans to Canaan. No matter what the enemy said, he said, oh, no, I'm not going to let you speak, Satan, and I'm going to speak God's word over you. That's it. Chapter closed. Negative chapter is overwritten by God's positive word of God. That's how the prophecy gets fulfilled. Every time Satan will bring unbelief and negative things and try to speak words of hopelessness and a contrary plan to God's plan. Those who are walking with God will speak words of faith over those words of unbelief. They will Devour those words of unbelief by words of faith. Thereby, they will defeat the plans of the enemy and inherit the promises of God. Shall we close our eyes and look to the Father? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Our God is the omnipotent, The omniscient, hallelujah. And the omnipresent, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I thank you, Lord, for this time. You're the Lord God who sees. You're the Lord God who hears. You're the Lord God who answers. Hallelujah. The very same God who spoke to Abraham and who brought him out of the land of the Chaldeans. Oh, Lord, you're with us. We thank you. I pray for your people at this hour, that you'll strengthen them, Father. Strengthen them, Father. Strengthen them with your strength from above. Bless your people. Help each one, Lord, to become a person of faith. Each one. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, let no one forfeit what you have for them. Let no one take themselves out of the promises of God by forfeiting what God has given to them. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Let no one listen to the voice of the enemy and partner with the enemy, Father. Let your people listen to your voice alone and partner with you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for what you've accomplished this night, Lord. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, as you serve and standing in the presence of God, before the throne of God. And according to the power and authority given to me by the almighty God. I bless your people. With this blessing that you alone can bless them with. That they may pursue you diligently. They may seek you faithfully. They may serve you. Loyally. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. They may never go back to where they came from father. Father. That they may continue with the living God all the days of their lives. Oh, I thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And bless your people with these blessings. And I thank you for doing it. In Jesus' most precious name I pray. Amen.